Hello, this is Alex Morales joining you live from Columbus, Georgia. And man, I'm so grateful to God to be able to do this podcast on looking unto Jesus. And today, as I bring forth the Word of God, I pray that it won't just be good truths, but that the truths of God's Word would be life-changing in your life. And you see, a lot of people are looking in a lot of ways uh, to find things in their life. Maybe it's hope, peace, healing. Uh, maybe people are looking so many different directions. But can I tell you something, friend? The greatest place you can look is not to the things of this world, but looking to the eternal one, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we'll see that today in this passage of Scripture. So if you would, please, take the, take the Word of God, please, and turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12. And as we look at Hebrews chapter 12, uh, we'll begin in verse number 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 1. The Word of God says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And friend, isn't that just an amazing verse? Because here's the thing. Jesus Christ is our greatest example. And not only is he our greatest example, but he's the one we can look to while we run our race, our faithful high priest. And friend, what an amazing thing that is. And friend, if we're going to run this race faithfully and finish well, we must look to Jesus Christ. You see, anybody, they can begin a race. They can begin... And they can finish, but not everybody finishes well. And I just want to encourage you today, if you look to Jesus Christ, that he will help you to be able to finish well. And as we look at the Word of God, we're going to notice a few things of how God gives us instructions on how we can finish well. The first thing we see is this, is that if we're going to... Um, if we're going to run well, the first thing he says is, let us lay aside. Do you see that phrase there? I want you to underline it and encircle the two things that it says. The first thing he says is, let us lay aside every weight. And then there's a connecting word, the word and, the conjunction. And then he says, the sin that so easily beset us. And then the last thing he says is, is and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. But if we're going to run with patience, friend, we need to lay aside, first of all, the weight. The weight. You see, the, the word weight in our text, it means whatever is prominent, whatever is most important in your life, the thing that you give the most value to, focus to, time to, friend, what is it in your life that you're laying up here on earth? Because the Word of God says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21, Lay not up for yourselves treasures in heaven, treasure upon earth, sorry, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. 
but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal for where your treasure is there will your heart be also and i just want to ask you this question today where is your treasure being placed because the bible said where your treasure is there is your heart also and friend, if you're gonna if you're gonna live for God, if you're gonna follow the direction that God has for your life, then why are you wasting your time on that thing that is easily besetting you? Why don't you lay that weight aside? You see, because if you're running in a race, a race um, it consists of people who obviously they're wearing really light clothes, and they're sprinting as fast as they can across that finish line. But friend. We have a greater race and obtain a greater trophy than they do. They obtain a corruptible crown, as Paul talks about, and we an incorruptible. Friend, and there's coming a day when it's going to be me and you and everyone else in this world who ran their race, who were born again, obviously, who were saved. And when we see Jesus Christ, we'll be at the finish line, the finisher of our faith. And when our faith becomes sight, and what an amazing thing that is. But man, what a terrible day for the Christian that doesn't lay that weight aside. Friend, don't live for the world here. Can I tell you something? Don't just try to make something count just for eternity. You see, you can get your eyes so focused on that that you forget it's not just about eternity. It's about the eternal one, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're going to run this race... Lay aside those things which hinders you from running the race that's in front of you and get your eyes back on Jesus Christ. And friend, when you look at him, you'll want to run and run for that incorruptible crown because friend, what an amazing day it'll be when you get to lay it down at the feet of Jesus Christ. The Bible says anyways, as you run, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure being confident in his very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And if you're going to run this race, friend, you got to rely on the Lord and let go of those things that are holding you back, that weight in your life. And not only do we see that, but the second thing we see is he says, not only just lay aside the weight, but friend, lay aside the sin that easily besets us See, every single one of us, we have a sin that we struggle in. We have a sin that prevents us from going towards Christ. But I want you to remember, friend, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it says, There had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. And friend, as God is faithful, he'll help in you in those times of, of struggle, of temptation. The Bible says that Christ is will secure you, which means he's going to aid you. He can help relieve it and help you to get out of it. And friend, you have the victory in Christ. Well, can I tell you something? If you're living in darkness, the Bible says in 1 John 1, 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. 
And I want you to remember one thing. If you have been born again and the Spirit of God resides in you, friend, you already have the victory in Christ. You're not fighting to victory. You're fighting from victory, friend. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, For sin shall not have dominion over you. Romans chapter 6, verse 7, For he that is dead is freed from sin. And it's not saying it's a sinless perfection. It's saying it's a sinless provision. God empowers the believer to live the Christian life. And friend, this that old, that old sin master that you had, is no longer alive. The old man is dead. And now you have power over sin to say no and to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Not so that you can get the glory. That's not what the Holy Spirit is for. When when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the one who leads you back to Christ. He leads you to Christ. He points straight to Jesus Christ. And friend, I want to encourage you today as we read this, looking unto Jesus Look to him. Look to him in your in that weight and how you can let it go. Look to him in that temptation. Find that a way of escape because God is faithful. And friend, the last thing I want to give you is this. Is that now that we're off of the uh, laying the weight aside and laying aside the sin, friend, the Bible says, let us run with patience. The race that is set before us. You see, when you were born again, you were, you began, you began life's race. You began to run your race. Can I tell you something, friend? If you'd never been saved, you'd never been born, born again. Can I tell you something? You never begun your race. But I'd like to tell you this: the Bible says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son." that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God, sent not his son, for God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And friend, if you'll, if you'll believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, and his resurrection from the dead, paying for your sins, friend, he'll save your soul. The Bible says, in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We'll see, friend, we're all sinners. We've all broken God's law. And right now, if you're not born again, the wrath of God abides on you. And right now, you're separated from God, the enemy of God. But God wants to make peace with you. And the only way you can have peace with God is through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And not only are you a sinner, but the Bible says that there's a, there's a punishment for your sin. The Bible says in Romans 6, 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death. You ever worked a job before and get paid hourly a wage? Friend, well, that word wage is a payment. For the payment of sin is death. And God's payment to you is death. And by the way, death is not buried six feet under Death is being separated from God for eternity in hell and a place where your flesh will fall off your bones and you'll burn for eternity. But friend, there's a God in heaven who loves you, who doesn't want that to happen to you. 
But friend, if you'll turn to Jesus Christ, if you'll ask him to forgive your sin and by faith receive Jesus Christ to be your Savior, he'll save your soul today. The Bible verse didn't end there, by the way. That was all the bad news. There's nothing you could ever do to get to heaven on your own. Not by your good works. It's not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but we're saved according to his mercy. But the Bible says in uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 8, but God commendeth. The word commendeth means demonstrated. See, a lot of people, they say, well, they love you, but they never demonstrate their love towards you. Well, friend, God did. And the Bible says, but God commendeth, but God demonstrated his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And friend, the Lord Jesus Christ, he died on the cross to pay for your sins, every wrong that you've ever done in your life. And he died for it. To pay it all. Paid in full. And friend, I just want to encourage you. Why don't you bow in prayer today and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul from hell to forgive you of your sin and, and believe on Him. His death is buried on His resurrection as the Son of God, not ceasing to be God. And you'll be saved. And if you have begun your race, friend, I want to encourage you with this. Don't try to rush everything. Why don't you enjoy the journey? Enjoy what God has given you to do now. I remember hearing Pastor Sexton say this. He said, Just be serious about your one life and make a wise investment of it. Friend, if you're going to run your race, if you're going to run with patience, friend, look to Jesus Christ. Because, friend, right now, you see, you can, you can get a gaze of heaven, but, friend, don't forget about what God has done in your life now. What does God have you doing today? What has God put in your life now? Friend, it's required of a man to be a, a steward, to be found faithful. Friend, serve God where you're at now and do what God has you to do. Because the opportunities that God has done in your, that God has brought you, He wants you to do this now before eternity. And before you enter eternity, continue to preach the gospel. Go on into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And friend, I want to encourage you to press on. Paul said, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul said, teach others also. Friend, teach somebody else. Train somebody else. Keep pressing forward. And as you press forward, help others along the way. And if you're going to keep running this race, keep looking to Jesus Christ, our dear Savior. I just wanted to thank you so much for listening on Looking Into Jesus podcast today. I hope that you have a great day. And please continue to pray as God continues to lay on my heart to bring forth the Word of God to continue to see Jesus Christ through His Word.